Hi, everybody. Interested in prophecy? This is Albert Hardy for Bible Prophecy Radio. I just thought, you know, I would do another idea about the um, the concept that God is a wrathful God. Yes, He is. He will take vengeance on His enemies. But that's not what we need to be focusing on. He's not all about wrath. He's about restoration. And that's what I want to show this morning on the podcast. I just want to read two chapters. Chapter 34 and 35 of Isaiah. Come near, you nations, to hear. Listen, you people. Let the earth here and all that is therein. And you've heard me talk about this before, probably. The world and all things that come forth from it, for the indignation of the Lord is upon all nations, and his fury is upon all their armies. He has utterly destroyed them and has delivered them to the slaughter. Their slain shall be cast out, And their stink shall come up out of their carcasses, and the mountains shall be melted or covered with their blood. And all the host of heaven shall be dissolved, and the heavens shall be rolled together as a scroll, and all their hosts shall fall down as the leaf falls from off um, the vine, and as the falling fig from the fig tree. And you can look up references, if you want to, to Joel 2.31, Matthew 24.29, 2 Peter 3.10, and Revelation 6.14. For my sword shall be bathed and drink its fill in heaven, from the sky, in other words. Behold, it shall come down upon Idumea, that's the Middle East, and upon the people of my curse, which is Islam, in my view, to judgment. References, Jeremiah 46.10, 49.7, Malachi 1, and verse 4. The sword of the Lord is filled with blood. It is made fat with fatness, and with the blood of lambs and goats, and the fat of the kidneys of rams. Now, this could be a reference to armies of men. For the Lord has a sacrifice in Bozra, or Basra, which there are two of those in the Middle East, and a great slaughter in the land of Idumea. See Amos 1, 11 through 12, Zephaniah 1, and verse 7, and chapter 63, verse 3 of Isaiah. And the unicorns, and I wrote in the margin, army men, shall come down or with them, and the bullocks with the bulls, that would be generals with the rest of them, and their land shall be soaked with blood, and their dust made fat with fatness, for it is the day of the Lord's vengeance. Aha, see, it is a day of vengeance. God will take vengeance on his foes. It's not like he's going to burn the whole earth and destroy it and make it melt for a thousand years, as some teach. 
It's not what it says. So let's get it straight and keep it straight. Verse 8. For it is the day of the Lord's vengeance and the year of recompenses for the controversy of Zion, or over Jerusalem in Israel. The streams thereof, that is, the streams of Idumea, shall be turned into pitch, and the dust thereof into brimstone, and the land thereof shall become burning pitch. It shall not be quenched night or day. The smoke thereof shall go up forever. From generation to generation it shall lie waste. None shall pass through it forever and ever. See Jeremiah 49.13, Malachi 1.4, Matthew 24.29, Revelation 14.11, Revelation 18.18, and Isaiah 13.10-22. But the cormorant and the bittern shall possess it, the owl also and the raven shall dwell in it, and he shall stretch out upon it a line of confusion and stones or plummets of emptiness. Idumea shall be under water, Jeremiah fifty one thirty seven through forty two and verse fifty five. They shall call upon the nobles thereof to the kingdom, but there won't be any there, and her princes shall be nothing not even conscious. And thorns shall come up in her palaces, nettles and brambles in the fortresses thereof. It shall be a habitation of dragons in a court for the owls. The wild beasts of the desert shall also meet with the wild beasts of the island, and the satyr shall cry to his fellow, and the screech owl also rests there, and find herself a place of rest. There shall be the great owl there, making her nest, laying eggs, hatching them, and gathering the the babies under her shadow. There shall the vultures also be gathered, every one with her mate. So seek out the book of the Lord and read. No one of these shall fail." None shall want her mate, for my mouth it has commanded this, and his spirit, that is, God's spirit, has gathered them. He has cast the lot for them, and his hand has divided it unto them by line. They shall possess it forever, even from generation to generation they shall dwell there. That is, the words of God. Now, That sounds pretty dire, but it doesn't sound like it's the total end of life on planet Earth. No, because some things will still live there. Some animals will still live there after the big war in the Middle East. Now, let's go to uh, chapter 35. It's only 10 verses long, but it's full of meaning. It's cool as can be. The wilderness and the solitary place shall be glad for them. Well, glad for who? Well, we'll find out. And the desert shall rejoice and blossom as the rose. 
it shall blossom abundantly and rejoice even with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given unto it. Lebanon is famous for their cedars. The excellency of Carmel and Sharon. Shall they see the glory of the Lord and the excellency of our God? Now, his saints are coming with him. Let's not forget that. Strengthen, then, the weak hands and confirm the... uh, Sorry. Strengthen the weak hands and confirm the feeble knees. See Job 4, verses 3 and 4, and Hebrews 12, 12. Say to them that are of a fearful heart, Be strong and fear not. Behold, your God comes with vengeance, even a recompense, and he will save you. Alive, in other words. See chapter 32, verse 4, chapter 34, verse 8, and chapter 61, verse 2 of Isaiah. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Wow, pretty cool. See Matthew eleven five and John 9, verses 6 and 7. Then shall the lame leap as a deer, and the tongue of the dumb sing, for out of the wilderness shall break forth waters and streams in the desert. The parched ground or glowing sand shall become a pool of water, and the thirsty land become springs of water. In the habitation of dragons, where each one used to lay, there will be grass with reeds and rushes. Those are around water. And a highway shall be there, and a way that is called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it. But it shall be for those wayfaring men who were once fools, who now do not err. Now that's the way I'm reading this. See chapter 11 of Isaiah, verse 16, Jeremiah 14, verse 8, Matthew 7, verse 13, and 1 Peter 1, 15 and 16. No lion shall be there, nor any ravenous beast go up thereupon. It shall not be found there. But the redeemed shall walk there. You see what I mean? It's Jesus coming back and his saints with him. Verse 10. And the ransomed of the Lord, that's the saints, shall come to Zion with songs, with everlasting joy upon their heads. Everlasting joy? Wow, we don't know what that is, really. I mean, we have it good in America, let's face it. But are we joyful and thankful and happy? Let's try to be. Let's be more so. Let's be aware of all the good God has packed into our lives. And let's remember that to whom much is given, the more shall be required. So let's get in the game. Let's get skin in the game of the Christian life. They shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. 
Wow, that sounds so wonderful and good. Now let's check out chapter 11 in Isaiah. And there shall come forth a rod, a shoot, out of Jesse. That would be the father of David. So it's a descendant of David, which would be Jesus, by the way. Out of the stem or stock of Jesse, a branch shall grow out of his roots and shall bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Don't you think that describes Jesus? Just read some of the controversial and powerful things that Jesus did and said in the human form that he was in at the time. See John 16 and verse 8. And the Lord shall make him of quick understanding, and his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the um, hearing of his ears, but with righteousness, and that's really love, and I can prove that from the scriptures, with righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth, that's the vengeance part, and with the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. The righteousness, the love, shall be the girdle of his loins, and the faithfulness, continuation of it, the girdle of his reins. Get this, this is so cool. The wolf shall also dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid, the calf and the young lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. Do you get what's happening here? The wolf dwelling with a lamb, that's its prey. It's living at peace together with them. And the leopard lying down with the kid side by side, that doesn't happen in our world. The calf and the young lion and the fatling together. And a little child shall lead them. The little child isn't afraid of these mammoth animals that could eat them. Why? Because they're not eating them anymore. They're at rest and peace. There's no war going on. The cow and the bear shall feed together. <laughs> Uninhibited. Wow. And the young ones shall lie down together. The lion shall eat straw like the ox. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. wait a minute. Hang on a second. Carnivores become vegans. Yep. No more carnivores. How wonderful is that? Nothing will be eaten. Nothing to destroy life. Verse 8, the suckling child, you know, maybe a one or two-year-old, shall put his hand in the hole of the asp and the cockatrice's den. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain or government. For the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Wow. 
Refer to chapter 48, verse 18 of Isaiah, also 52.10, and then Psalms 98, verses 2 and 3, and Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 14, and Psalms 22, verse 27. In that day there shall be a root of Jesse, that's Jesus, which shall stand as a sign for the people, and unto him shall all the Gentile nations seek, and his resting place shall be glorious. Wow. Verse 11, It shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant of his people Israel, which shall be left from Assyria and from Egypt and from Pathras and Cush and from Elam and from Shinar and from Hamath and from the islands of the sea. He shall set up a sign for the nations and they shall assemble the outcasts of Israel and gather together the dispersed of Judah from the four corners of the earth. That's happening even today. See Matthew twenty four thirty one. Zephaniah 3.10, Isaiah 24.16, and 56.8. Verse 13, The envy also of Ephraim shall depart, and the adversaries of Judah shall be cut off. Ephraim shall not envy Judah, nor Judah vex Ephraim any more. But they shall fly upon the shoulders of the Philistines toward the west, and they shall spoil them of the east together. They shall lay their hands upon the Edomites and the Moabites, and the children of Ammon shall obey them. Wow. Verse 15, chapter 11 of Isaiah. And the Lord shall utterly destroy the tongue of the Egyptian sea, and with his mighty scorching wind, he shall uh, wave his hand over the river and shall smite it into seven streams and make men go over it dry shod. There shall be a highway there for the remnant of his people which shall be left from Assyria like as it was to Israel in the day that he came up out of the land of Egypt. Isaiah is full of these wonderful uh, verses that talk about our future. So I highly recommend that we all read it more often. It's not just for inspiration. No, it's reality. It's your and mine reality in the future. Well, this is Albert Hardy for Bible Prophecy Radio. Please go to my website, jesusiswhy.com. And my email is jesusisy at gmail.com. If you want to have a question answered, I'll try to answer it over the air. Thank you for tuning in today. I hope you have a great one. And God willing, I'll be back next week. Thank you for tuning in. See you later.